Neon Black, I'm Shane Gilmore. I'm Ryan Jaso. Um we keep the we keep the Kanye marathon rolling this week. But we had to talk, we had to we had to round up on Daytona. Yay obviously came out, so we had to talk about that. We had to talk about push a snap back to to Drake, which from what it sounds like is never Drake's not gonna respond. They need to send a search party out for Drake, I yeah, think. They're looking for him in the in the wilds of Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> The Providence of Ontario, <laughs> Canada. Uh, talk a little bit about Roseanne getting the getting the axe. Yeah, Jaso's bummed about that cancellation. Why are you so bummed? Oh gosh, you had two bad things happen to you last week: the Brian Colangelo tweets getting leaked and Roseanne getting canceled. You're two people. <laughs> <laughs> two people. I, I actually, speaking of Brian Colangelo, is the GM for the Sixers, right? Yeah. This. I really want to do something for the site. This is going to be the summer of Joel. I watched him playing pickup ball. Oh, I saw that. And he threw the ball off the dude's face and then dunked on him. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, those played against like little guys in in the Bahamas. No, he's like uh, he's in a he's, he's in, in like a, a rec park. Yeah, he's yeah. in the Bahamas. And he he's throws on, the ball off the yeah. dude's forehead and then dunks on like windmill dunks yeah. on him and on asphalt on the asphalt basketball against court. like five foot five <laughs> dudes. Yeah, dude. It's hilarious. It's like why are you why are you standing out on the perimeter? <laughs> This phrase is getting so overused, but to say if there's one person that really is living their best life, it's Joel Embiid. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's he, just God bless him, dude. He needs his own. He needs the summer of Joel, dude. He needs like a full blown. He's great. He, like he just he needs. He's to good be, for. He's good for culture. He's good for basketball. He's good he's for good all for of just it. everything. Even if you don't like basketball, like that dude is going to make you smile. Him and Juju Smith Schuster are playing the social media game better Juju than anyone. Juju needs a big season. He needs a big season yeah. to back up his social media game because he's he's fun. He's going to have a chance. He's number two this year. That's right. Yeah. So we stick it mainly to music. Try to talk a little bit about rock, but man, there's just nothing. Father John Misty came out, and that was about it. Uh, and it wasn't good. Yeah. It Spoiler was, alert. It was okay. Yeah, it wasn't. Didn't grab you, so to speak. So yeah, be sure to check out some of the other properties within the site. The girls found a new co-host for Live Forever. That's right. While Lindsay's stepping away from it, not permanently, but for now. And our girl Vix, she's she's great. Really excited to hear this first pod come out. The guests are going to be phenomenal over the next few months. So Yeah, so hopefully you'll be hearing from them fairly soon, obviously. We got um, Creative Controls every Monday. Always with the bangers. That's true. And yeah, I'm black. Every once in a while, you get two neon blacks in a week. <laughs> so you can take us later. I like to use the word blessing you. <laughs> We're blessing you. Um, all right. Enjoy. Neon black. do this culture cards as usual picking these at random i'll be directing the question towards one of you two lovely fellas jaso room five just released girls like you uh the video is a similar format to your boy drake's nice for what video uh featuring it's got basically a spin that's supposed to be inspirational for women and empowering are these uh male driven acts exploiting the feminism wave Wow, good question. And yes, they are. That video is atrocious. I'm really bummed I had to watch that. Have I you seen it? Nah. You saw the Nice For What video, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. This felt like the white version don't of you, that. Seb, don't you have one of those puff jackets, like uh, those snakeskin puff jackets that Drake's wearing in the Night For What? Nice yeah, for sure, what? yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. He's in the old Diddy and Mace video. <laughs> yeah. With snakeskin, basically. Uh, yeah, that... I want that four minutes of my life back. Really though? I mean, well. Adam Levine can do that. I, yeah. I understand like the point, but it's so contrived. The crazy thing is like, if you look at the the Maroon 5 video, right? It's not really like, I'm the, talking about lyrically, that one. it's not, there's nothing really empowering terrible. about, it's not a, like, it's, no one's talking about their mom or their wife as a queen. It's like talking about like, you're a good enough dude or a good enough chick to hook up with me. Yeah. That is essentially the point Basically, of it, right? Basically the video is him going in a circle and then like, it's him singing on one side, and then a woman keeps like famous women keep it's popping like Gal up Gadot, behind. Like Gal Gadot, Millie Bobby Brown from Sarah Silverman, uh, Ellen. Yeah, Ellen. 
But every single I hate it already. Ashley Graham. Okay, so all these women, he's just singing the whole time about like Yeah, it's just douchey ass Adam Levine. Terrible lyrics and girls are popping up behind him dancing and it almost And then Cardi B comes up and starts rapping. Oh, and the Cardi B it just seems like Yeah, I never saw Adam Levine as the face of Time's Up. Right. Like he never was like, <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Cry on my shoulder. Yeah. I got you. You know what it was? It's like I watched it earlier and I was like I looked at it, I was like who the fuck asked for this? <laughs> Who asked for this? Really? This is what we're doing? But that's what, so you do, you do, Seb, you do, you currently are actually working on, in production for quite a few music videos, right? Uh-huh. And I understand. And movies. In, a, in, a, in, a, in an age where being socially conscious is uh, not only appropriate, but it's also very much in style. Um, but to, to straight up and go and grab the Drake, the Drake video already was pushing it just a little bit, considering he just did God's plan and then he goes and does Nice for What. Um, At least the Drake song was good. Yeah, it's a good song. This song is trash. I'm sorry. I'm, I, and I don't mean that in any disrespect to the Me Too movement or any of the other things that he's trying to do here, but oh my God, it's just such contrived bullshit. It's just cheese and cheap. It seems like like not quite as bad of a version, but almost as bad of a version as the Pepsi commercial. But it's in the same lane as just yeah. this this video social activism. This video almost made the future and share gap commercial like Grammy worthy. That's that's how bad this stupid thing was. I can't believe it was which video which. Remember the Gap commercial with Future and Cher? That oh, that was rough too. That was pretty bad. This is they did have the good one though. The Metro Boomin Scissor one was good. I didn't see that one. That was good. But, that was hot. That was hot. Yeah. But I, I I'm not even gonna go. But down how does that work, Seb? Is it just like the, is that the label going? Hey, for brands, this is what we need to do. No, for for artists, as far as like, well, there, there's two okay, questions. So there's two questions here, right? One, it seems like the music video is definitely becoming more relevant again, which is cool, mm -hmm. which is a good thing to have. Secondly, the idea was driven by, I don't know what you're going to say. Yes. The idea was definitely driven by Adam Levine. No one, everyone at the record label thought that was a terrible idea. Guaranteed. <laughs> Adam Levine and the, on that tiger, Wednesday and the tiger on his forearm. Uh, guaranteed. Yeah. On that Wednesday promo meeting at two o'clock in the afternoon, they're like, and we got the new fucking Maroon 5 single. Um, here's the idea. What do you, I guarantee you got fucking panned, but they're like, well, Adam wants it. Let's Either that or they, showed, or they showed up with a different treatment to shoot. And Adam's like, no, no, no. I saw the Drake nah, video. You know what's usually Let's do this. It's usually, and do I this. don't know who the director is, but usually some fucking idiot has got the idea in his head and then he's like sold oh. on it. And it's just, I don't know. It's painful. Pepsi got destroyed for that commercial. I, it seems like they're trying to profit on the entire Me Too movement. And I think that's what makes it so much more painful than the song is. Can I tell you what was so good about the Pepsi commercial? Nothing. No, no, no. <laughs> I know well, no, you're no, going to no, come no, up with no, something good. No. Um, the re another reason on, on the kind of business aspect why that was so terrible is that was the first project, the very first project that the in-house team at Pepsi did. So they fired all their agencies. They were oh, like, really? we're going to take this in-house. And that is the first thing they do. And I'm actually quite anti... From a creative perspective, I think there's a world for creative agencies and to have companies that aren't involved in your daily grind. I think you just get the better work then. But I'm seeing a trend of where more brands are either taking all of it in-house or certainly taking parts of it in-house. I agree um, with you. Well, well, to yeah. be clear, you own work for a creative agency. So we yeah, I'm a partner in a creative yeah, agency. Yeah. So we, I'm a, and I am also a partner in a creative agency. That are you, we have are here. you a partner, Seb? That's the legal term. <laughs> so, you know, as am I, we have a creative agency in-house here too. And I will tell you- from, I'm a creative director. From personal experience and from being involved in that business, you need that degree of separation, I think is important. Um, Shane's showing me a photo of the girl who he thought was really attractive. Oh, I thought? And we both did. My wife Trace doesn't listen to my show anyway. You Trace hit, you hit pause on the just so, so we're clear on the stream. <laughs> she's she's a good looking woman. Um, but what I was going to say is, I think you need a creative agency on that level because it's like anything else. When you become that close to it, 
you kind of need an outsider's perspective. And I think that's what creative agencies have always had. Yeah. They can take a, you know, uh, pulled They're out an important version. Part. They're an important part. And I didn't know that, but that is, I can't find I wonder if they went back this. to a creative agency. 100%. After. Are you kidding me? That was, not only was that a bomb, that was a public bomb. And on a public bomb, you have public executions and some motherfucker lost their head. And Kylie Jenner still got paid to be nothing. Oh, she did. Oh, yeah, because that's what Kylie Jenner does. She gets paid. Kendall? Ken- Kendall, Kendall, actually, Sorry, yeah. Um, this is a perfect one for Seb. Uh, Apple's expanding its music platform to include publishing. Uh, to what? Manu- Apple is expanding its music platform to include publishing. Um, Apple Music? Apple books? Music. No, it- publishing rights for music. Okay. This, is just, this was just announced two days ago. Um, on the heels that they're they are expecting to overtake Spotify in uh, by the end of summer with total subscribers as well. Um, this is also on the heels of Spotify rolling back its hate content policy. Yeah, told you. Do you really think it's realistic that Apple Music is going to be able to catch Spotify by the end 100%. of the summer? By Do the we, end of the summer, they're saying. Uh, I think it's fairly possible. Um, I'm also going to be incredibly biased because I work with the team over there. I love the team over there. I think they're some of the most inspirational people that are doing the most forward-thinking stuff at the moment. And also, let's be real, money fucking talks. So talk more bucks. And, and it will work. Spotify is... Do we get a chance to pat ourselves Spotify on the back? Spotify makes fuck all money. Spotify is... I, I think Spotify has well, only just started making money. Well, I bet they are now because they're public and their stock's trading around $175 a share. So I bet they have some public infusion of cash right now. Okay. Let me just put a few things into perspective. But you're, but you're, but you're right. I, I mean, we already Apple talked about it. Apple has ten billion in cash. In no, of bank. I think it's. I thought it was fifty billion. Oh well, either way, mad money. The two don't even compete. Um, and at some point, you know, you have to look at the couple of the like the logistical legs up that Apple has. I mean, Apple has two hundred fifty million credit cards on file. They're investing in content, video content, more. Um, yeah, I think they have a good shot of overtaking it, and. Um, and they've done the right thing. And let, let me tell you what they've done. They've done the right thing. Everyone in that building is, uh, at least the ones I've met, are, you know, Julie Pilot, who was the, the, one of the best programmers of radio in LA. Are you talking about Apple Music? Apple Music. They're just the team, the people they've got. They've got ex-label people. They've got people that, that are uh, really, have, have like really progressive backgrounds in the music business and I don't feel that when I walk into Spotify. I just I think I think I think always bet on Apple. You're not wrong, but from a consumer standpoint, I think it's a bad idea. I don't think it's good that I think it's good that we have parity in the sense that Spotify's essentially the leader in streaming right now. I don't I don't want Apple running the store portion of the largest music store as well as the largest streaming platform. I don't I think that's that's a that's not good for business. That's borderline monopoly territory and I'm not It's crazy though. I think this is first of all this is fucking I think it's don't get me wrong. The 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 Apple the prospects of Apple overtaking Spotify are very realistic. But you're talking about right now the official numbers are at Apple somewhere around 50 million subscribers. Spotify is over 75 million. They're saying in three months, they're going to take that over. They're going to, that's a quarter well, of let's their- Let's look at it this way. Spotify has been going 12 years. Apple Music has been going for two and a half. That's it? Around that. Uh, well, no, if you don't count they, the beat streaming platform. Yeah. yeah, we don't count that. Um, but I'm trying to say, once you get momentum like that, it's very easy to catch up. The hardest million is your first. Yep. Yeah. I don't think I look, dude, I don't think it's by the end of the summer, September, October. I don't disagree with you. I think what are their price structures? Is it identical to Spotify? I think it's ten. It's the price of ten bucks. Yeah. Ten bucks a month, I believe. Yeah. And the first three months are free. Hmm. All right. Well, let's get to what we really want to talk about. Okay. (laughs) As we're recording this this morning, a week after Daytona, an album that we gushed about, uh, came out. Kanye West released his 10th album, I believe. Is it his 10th album? I think it's his 10th album. Fuck. 9th or 10th, something like that. Yay. Uh, it's uh, seven tracks as, as, as advertised. Um, this coming as 
this coming a month and a half after, he doesn't even know what he's saying no to. This comes a month and a half after Kanye went on like one of his most legendary tirades to date, um, burning a lot of bridges, both within his fan base and um, without. What do we think about the album? So, I think- are we, and, we, and are we all gonna agree on this? I think he made a huge mistake in putting the Pusha album out first because to me, I've only listened to it twice now, but at this juncture, it's not as good as a Pusha album. So, But don't even compare it. Let's not, let's not even go there yet. How do you feel about it as a Kanye album? How do you feel, it, how do you, how do you feel about it as a hip-hop album? Mm. I think it's okay. I think it, there's there's a couple good songs on there. I got to Here's the thing. It came out today, as you said, as, as we're recording this, it came out today. Music, to me, isn't fast food. I need to digest it, that's, listen to it multiple That's not times. true. That's not true. We walked in on Daytona last week and we were fucking amped. Yeah, but, I, but, I, but, I, but I do think with Kanye's stuff, I, I like to sit with a little bit more and kind of like really get into it and hear the lyrics and hear what he's saying. I, there was two two tracks, maybe maybe just one track that really jumped out at me that I appreciated or that I liked. I'm I'm underwhelmed. I'm gonna be the white old record executive. There are no hits. However, okay, I thought well, your okay, question well, no no your question no no here's your question though, which I think was very, very valid. What do I think of it as a hip-hop album don't think much of it as a hip-hop album what i think of it as a kanye album i gotta say one i think the production on it is incredible i think his choice of samples were incredible i think the fact he's going into this gospel soul kind of i mean some of those felt like elo tracks i mean they were big rock you know what i mean like it felt really wide i really appreciated it now i didn't hear any hits but i thought there was you know, and I was thinking about this on the on the drive over. You know what we don't give enough credit to Kanye for, and I don't think anyone does, is we only focus on how crazy he is and the the kind of controversial side of him. But he is one of the most. He, to be honest. fair, he focuses on that. Too. Nah, yeah, but <laughs> hold on, hold on. First song's about killing himself and killing other hold people. On. He is one of the most honest in terms of relaying his feelings. Um and especially being a man, being a black man, being a famous person in music, how he talks about his feelings and what, it's, 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 he's an honest dude. There's some really raw subjects in it. And I don't think it's like, I, 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 I'm, I don't want to say I was disappointed, because I wasn't. But um, I think it was a, I actually think it was a good move for him. Um, I would have liked to have heard a, a real single on there. But also that's just me being, Traditional, um, I think it was. I think it was actually really good. You're out of your mind, first of all. Okay, that, this is not a good move for Kanye, and I'll tell you why it's not a good move for Kanye, and I'll tell you why I'm bummed about this album. And I'm I'm glad this is the first time we get to argue in a while. We but, need like the we need like the gun sound effect right here. <laughs> um, Shots fired. Leading up to this, the narrative has always been Kanye can be as crazy as he wants to, as long as his art, as long as his art overpowers the craziness, right? The fuckery, so to speak. Um, and you don't we think can dis- I did that? No, I don't. And this is why I don't think I did that. So uh, be, being someone who's, who's, who's a, a big Kanye fan, my, not even just, he's my favorite rapper of all time. Really? Kanye? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you look at like well, body you were always going to be disappointed then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Well, I just think what it is, is, seven, is when it was this seven is just, songs, a, this is right. just, I think we're just finally, we're, we finally hit the plateau of Kanye, unfortunately. And it's not to say that he's not going to stay, um, relevant's not even the right word because he can stay relevant as long as he wants to, but uh, creative, pushing the medium forward as long as he wants to, I think as a producer. But I do feel that we, we, we have finally hit the creative plateau of Kanye West with this album. I don't think it's a bad album. Uh, I agree with you. There's not really hits. Ghost Town is probably the closest thing that when, comes to it. When Seb says hits, he means there's not a radio single on here. Yeah. They're gonna put yeah, one but, on this. But, but I also radio. disagree with Seb too. Like Seb didn't like Pablo, and there's I, I feel like there's, there's like four, not a radio single on that either. There's four amazing songs on that on that album. One of them is Panda reworked that you were listening to earlier today. So it was which the, one? The one he did with Designer on Pablo was 
Panda. You know what I, like I don't even like him. that one. I, I'm He's talking got, about like FML and Famous and 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 Ultralight Beams and Waves and like there's there's some great songs on that. No, um, what's the 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 Mob Deep? What's the Mob Deep beat? No friends. Can I just say this to you though? You, you, you're no right. Friends. It's called No Friends, isn't it? You're absolutely right. That that's where I just feel. That. I'm sorry to cut you off, so I can finish my thought real quick. But I just think that this is the end of him putting out albums as a rapper and really pushing pushing the medium forward. I've been I've been holding the flag in in not not just me, but in the midst of this 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 SoundCloud swamp that 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 he's still that he's still um as as relevant as he wants to be. And I just think this is the where we were finally looking at the plateau of Kanye West as a rapper, you, unfortunately. You can't say that. Um, I'm today. speaking as a fan, obviously. Okay. Well remember he's got another co produced co He's got another album, album that's coming, coming out. out. He's going to have 14 songs and, and the push of thing. If you look at it all from a from like a faraway lens, all of this is essentially... But I wonder if that's part of this. Is he spreading himself too thin with these five I albums? I don't think so. I think what he's doing is he's putting out multiple things and trying something different and unique. I was listening to uh, Pusha on The Breakfast Club talking about how they were really going back and forth about why there was only going to be seven songs. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Yeah, he was, Pusha really didn't want to have the seven tracks. And I think, in reality, he didn't want, Kanye did and Pusha didn't because all of this is about Kanye. All of these albums are a part of what Kanye's work and an album is collectively So, But I think that goes back to it, and you need to, you need to have the opportunity to respond because I told you you were wrong, but... Uh, it, He's. I think as a producer, he's. We're not. We're. We're not even halfway through with what we're going to see as far as this guy putting out great music through other people. But I really felt this album was an L. The first time I felt that a Kanye album was an L. This is the first time I. I I'm going to use Jesus as an example of an album that I listened to like five, six times, and I really didn't get no, or even 808s. The, when I remember when Love Lockdown came out, like I just didn't get it at first sonically, and I'm listening to the album, and then it just clicks, and it's like, wow, this is. There's, there's something, you know, this is obviously something unique. Uh, I just didn't feel it with this, with this, these seven tracks. <sighs> Seb's, Seb's um, disappointed. No, 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 no. I, I, I think this is like the adult Kanye West conversation. Right. Um, that, but I, I think lyrically, I don't know. I think lyrically what he's saying, I think it's lyrically way more interesting than Pablo. Hearing about like the effects of having a daughter, hearing about like how he's, fucking mental and he knows it. I mean, it's really bipolar. honest. Bipolar. It's a, and I'm bipolar, right? I'm uh, uh, bipolar too. And um, I just learned something about you And today. that was not, yeah, no shit, right? Each Look, week we get something um, new about Seb. <laughs> I, I related a lot to, to at least the kind of back and forth in his head for sure. I think, I think it was, it, this is a grower on me. I don't, it's definitely not my. I'm not saying it's up there. I mean, I think we also set the bar a bit too high. For sure, because we're always expecting him to fucking come out with. Like, but that's part of. I was having a conversation with uh, with our sitting producer Dylan over here that you can say something's overrated or underrated. It doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just overrated or it's underrated, right? Or it doesn't mean the underrated doesn't mean that it's the greatest. Something that's underrated can still be worse than something that's overrated. Listen, it's our yeah, job. It's our job to sit here and take hot takes, right? But I don't think. We're even through the cycle of what this this month long re of release schedule of Kanye is to make a snapshot judgment about what all of this is and what all of it means. Of course not. But we're we're reacting to the album coming out today, and I listened to it about six times because it's fairly it's twenty it, minutes long. So yeah. it's it's I think it's even shorter than the Push album. Um, it is, and it it just didn't feel. Uh, it felt a little flat, and I and I and to your point, and. I, and because this is this is a component of this conversation. Daytona's feels complete. Daytona's a lot better, and that 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 brings a lot of context to what how this album feels. Daytona is a lot better, and and, and, it, that, and, it, and I think that's a problem for him a little I bit. I don't think I don't think it really matters. I think he's I think he's coming out of this looking good no matter what. He, he's going to be fine. The, the it, problem now if Pusher was a flop, the the yeah would be the, in a different situation, the, but. And you really got to think about the, the the problem with a lot of this is, and the reason you're feeling this way, is all that Trump stuff and wearing the MAGA hat and doing all the fucking dance and all that other nonsense. 
he'd set an already high bar for himself a few notches higher by doing all that and trying to take the opposite side to get all the eyeballs on him. And so I think you and a lot of people are feeling let down by this one because people were really looking to kick him off that stool at the top because of all the shit he was doing in his personal life and everything else he was coming with. So I think he really set the bar to another level. And I think that's why a lot but of fans are disappointed. You're right. You're right though. But if you, if he, if, if, if you, I think this is the one album where he just needed to be quiet and release the album. And because I, we, we, we said this on a podcast, like people are waiting for him to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's different levels of a failure. It, and this, in, in the in the grand scheme of things, I don't think that this is a failure, even a massive, you know, it's not. My gut is it's gonna, a misstep. It's gonna, no, my gut is it's going to come in critically praised. It already is. the weekend, right? It already is. Critics, for I, the most part, like. Yeah. I, I think, and also, name me one album. Name, no, name me one band. Name me one genre. Name me one thing that sounds anything like this album. I think it sounds like a flatter version of Daytona, to be honest with you. No way. It does. It all Nothing's sounds like up. it's within the family of, of no, Pablo. No, no, no. I, I really I'm talking do feel that so, way. I'm, I'm talking sonically. That's what I mean. The beats. I, I really do feel that way. <laughs> that's, that's, um, are you waking up out of a coma? That's insane. I listened to <laughs> I listened to Pablo today. I listened to Daytona today. And I listened to Kanye's new album. I listened no to way. probably... Fuck, I don't know. This thing felt a like a, this thing kind of felt like a, like a rock album. And it felt wide. It felt like it was recorded in a stadium. But it had like this incredible soul and gospel jump to it, which you were kind of waiting for the record to take off, right? And, but he kind of just kept you like this. And Look, I, I like that. Let's do this exercise. If today all the Pushish songs and this had come out on one album, 14 songs long, what's your take it's on it? It's a great album. album. It's a great album? Yep, yeah. absolutely. So, and I think that's kind of what I, happened. <laughs> But I think that's the problem with, with the decision of the... See, I got a theory. What's, what's that? I think his Kid Cudi record is going to be amazing. I, I do too. I, I think, I think I the too. bounce on that, the bounce we're looking for, right? I agree. I think the bounce we're looking for, the, the singles we're looking for, the hits we're looking for, I'm putting my money that it's on the Kid Cudi record. I agree. I think Kanye, this album today was the experimental, I'm going to talk about the things I want to talk about. The Pusha thing was a very throwback to what we were all missing in hip hop. And the Cuddy thing's going to be the thing that puts everything. The push over album. The top. I mean, and we're only speaking seven days removed from it. It's still remarkable. I, and yeah. I listened to it so much this Me too. week. Me too. And it has it, and it's still only a weekend. But last Friday, Chris and I went to Control. We drove from Orange County to LA, which is about an hour plus in traffic. We listened to it, and it just kept cycling through. And neither one of us, we kind of looked at each other, like, should we change it now? We just that was the second time through. And we didn't really want to. Mm-mm. And we, I think we listened to it on the way back from, um, from LA. And it was like, this is still good and I'm not over it yet. And I think that's what I was saying to you a little bit is I, I really want to continue listening to it multiple times and digesting it. And watch, mark this. There will be people doing seven track albums, Garen fucking teed over and over and over now because how quickly digestible 20 to 25 minutes is and how easily, because in the age of what's going on right now where no one's attention spans that long. Yeah, I think it's a great time for body of work. Right. Seven songs is all of a sudden the new album length. I'll tell you why you're wrong. And this is, this is <laughs> unfortunately, this is, this is proven. Kanye is one of the only people in his camp that can pull this off. Perfect example is ASAP's album came out last Friday. It, it's it's not a good album at all. It's got a couple songs on it. It sounds like a mixtape. The Pusha album is 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 extremely superior. It killed the Pusha album partly because it had three times the amount of songs on it. It's the same thing. Like Culture Two comes out, it has twenty nine songs on it. Your streaming numbers get bolstered because of that. Killed not, from a business standpoint, it's not a good. No, it's not. It's not a good decision to go seven seven no, tracks. No, it's not because you get paid per stream regardless. You're saying because it's long. Yeah, but the long, album can go. You have more songs. People don't listen, man. To the albums. more songs you have, people don't listen to albums. The more songs you have out, it's like it's like it's you not can true. Have, you can have your whole album on the Billboard. You're top talking to two now. guys who have been in and out of the of the music industry. Okay, there was what was it? Probably like eight, ten years ago, no one would sign an it's album. It's simple math, man. Seven songs. Let's just say ten cents. You get, you pay ten cents a song. If you have seven songs. And someone listens to it one time. That's seventy cents. If you have twenty songs, that's two dollars. Oh, <laughs> thank you for doing the math. <laughs> I'm just for saying, me. but that's what I'm, I'm telling you. But it's that that's why these people are le- are releasing these long albums. Kanye can do this because he's Kanye, and he's doing this with 
with, with it doesn't no, matter I don't though. think it's that contrived. No, because if the if the body of work isn't good, like the ASAP album you're saying isn't very good. The Migos album has some good songs, but not every song's good. If you put out seven songs that are great, people recognize that as a great album. XXX had had three times as many songs and a shorter runtime than the Push album. He's going to make more money. Uh, 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 it's uh, not about yeah. money. It is, but, but no, it is not. though at the end of the day. It is. You can, it's not about money when you're Kanye West. It's about money when, when you're Pusha T though. It is. No, it's not. Nah. You uh, need to I hate to say. Nah, no, that guy's making a lot of money from touring. I mean, this is this is it's not even. Push is gonna be just fine. You put out seven tracks that everyone loves. It's better than putting out twenty and everyone loves five. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Even if everyone agree, loves seven, I agree with you from an artistic point of view. I'm just telling you the it's this is it's it's everywhere this week because it's the these the discrepancies are coming out with these short albums. Now it's, it's harder. Like it's, it's becoming pretty it's, obvious. It, you 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 run the risk of not putting out seven bangers, and if you don't, it could hurt you. But if you do put out seven huge tracks, you're doing what Push is doing, which is he's on Kimmel tonight. I think he's got. He's every- doing too much press. No, I think I think that's uh, and, and that leads us into. <laughs> you should be a that manager. Leads us, that leads us into the next the into fuck? the next subject. Okay, okay, hold on. We, you can't just lead in the next subject. No, because we're not walking away from Pusha. No, but, but how, how do you do too much press? Explain that. Because to me. what's happening right now is not now you're getting um, certain artists can have they can have. You can see as much of them as you want, and they they have a they have a longer, they don't saturate as fast. Can I tell you that you can never do too much press in an album cycle? It's not possible. The whole point is to bring. So you're more telling me eyeballs. there's no such thing as oversaturating the market with appearances. Not at this time. Not when you're releasing an now, album. Now there is, there is, there, there is, there is, there is when you're off cycle and you're doing the same thing. But right now, this is what it's all about. Let's also just take it back a step. He's also just exposed something that was. Massive. He's like the the. He's very newsworthy. As someone that's watching this press run, though, it's getting. It's already. He's already hitting. Like that's the problem, though. You need massive to, levels you of need redundancy. To, you need to stop. We work for but a that's media what company. Speaking. That's what. That's the. That's the level that I'm speaking from. I'm not speaking from the from from my mom who just watches Jimmy Kimmel and just saw him. Okay, that's so not, the point zero 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 one percent of people who work for news agencies and, and yeah, media that's companies. That's the opinion that matters. <laughs> that's, that, Absolutely. That's Absolutely. irrelevant. No, are you buying a push a T ticket when he comes to town? I probably would. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I'd go see him play for but, sure. But He'd play with keep, Nas. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I would. but if he Fuck does, yeah. but if he does two more months of press, are you going to not? If I'm, it's it's a. You, it's you, about starving the market you, a little bit. No, you really no, there's certain there's certain artists that have the ability you to really, stay in the spotlight. So that you, long. His, his, Shane, you just contradict you contradicted your own argument here. You just said contradict yourself. Contradict, <laughs> contradict yourself. Contradicted. Cut that out, PJ. <laughs> you contradicted yourself in the sense that you said I watch all the news, but my mom only watches Jimmy Kimmel. There's a lot of people who are casual hip hop fans that's that not only. How is that contradict? How does that contradict? Yeah. How is that, yeah, how is that contradicting myself? <laughs> how is that contradicting myself? It doesn't make that's any not, sense. Because because not everyone watches every single not, piece of news media. I'm not saying media. that that's not true. But what I'm saying is the long run. I'm saying Pusha is in a good spot right now. He's in a really good spot, and you're just, you're just seeing too much of him now. Let the let now let the music breathe. Stop he it. just killed Drake. A guy in a, in a in like one of the best. Hip hop battles we've had. But isn't that so newsworthy? Yeah. That part is great. He's still making, yeah, he had a diss track on Monday. Dude, he had which was doing amazing. just fine. So let's talk about the diss. Uh, let's talk about this. So rest in peace, Drake. Are we at, at the uh, we moment? Are, we are as of Friday, we have not heard tipping some gin for Drake right, right now. I think it's, I, honestly, I don't know if he can come back from this. Oh, and I'm a Drake fan. Dude, he's hiding a kid. Like that's kind of fucked up. So did you guys see what, what Pusha T tweeted today? So allegedly, and this sounds like something Drake would do, Drake has offered 100, this is, this is not me making this up. Oh, for beef. 100 grand he's offering. For, for skeletons. For, for any type of, yeah, for someone to come through with some information that he could use in, in, in his, in his, in a in his, in his snapback, yeah. That's such a Drake thing. That's so weak. It's so weak. That's what, that's what I mean. But let's talk about credibility. Trigger Look, fingers. Do you remember like when this happened fingers. to Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. What? 
just taking it back. Okay. Um, when um, it was revealed, he, was he like no, but he when he was beefing with Drake. <laughs> no, um, Where's yeah. the beef? Maybe? No, but when it was when it was found out that he had a secret child, like he lost some credibility. He's like oh, no longer he was the, governor. Yeah, oh, yeah, like he's no longer the good guy, and that's it. That was, Drake was, was so, the good guy. Yes, Drake was right. the good guy in hip hop, the shiny guy in hip hop, and it's not even like he's a badass now. He's just a fucking cunt. You know well, what it is? What was so it's, it's when that's I think what what's, what we may see is this is when Hulk Hogan went to Hollywood Hogan. He essentially, and no one liked him anymore. We went to NWO or whatever, and, and he just became the heel. And yep. and he's he's less likable. I'm really kind of, and also being a dad, I find that shit offensive. I think it's, he's less likable to women. Yeah, which was I a, think which it's a, a huge, huge component a of his fan base, which is so great about this. And I would Pusha say knew most this. of his fan This base. wasn't like Pusha was just like, oh, oh, I'm just going to say the worst possible thing to them. This was, this was very calculated. Not because, to mention the artwork. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. What, what did he do? Because he did blackface for the artwork for this, for those was, of you who don't know. It was Drake. In no, 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 Drake. But, but it wasn't. It was for a movie. It was for a movie. It was for a movie. It wasn't doctored. Back in 2004, he was, he was, okay, a while ago, a decade ago. Still wasn't right. Um, yeah, he was doing a back when racism was okay. And but here's what's here's what's funny about the Drake thing. So Drake Drake has consistently uh, started beef with quite a few people. Uh, you got Chris Brown, Common, Tyga, Meek Mill, the most famous one. He's he's killed all of them for the most part. Joe Budden, which is like no one as a rapper, don't really care about Joe Budden more at that point. But this is the first time that someone has like really really hit back. And the Meek Mill thing is interesting because he went after he went after Meek Mill, who by all accounts is is he has bars, right? That was that was somebody who he went after that had, and he killed he he crushed him. Just want yeah. to let you know yeah. our producer's black, and so Shane has. But he had some bars. <laughs> How do you right? call them? He was cool, right? Well, I don't, he ate a waffle well, I, house, I right? Have don't you like eaten a Meek Mill's music? So it's like it's hard for me to be like, oh yeah, he's got bars. Uh, but he 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 crushed him. And it looked like, for the most part, you got, when Duppy Freestyle came out last week, yes. most people were like, fuck, yes. Push is, like, this is, this is, this is, like, Push is going to get Meek milled. And Tuesday morning, or Tuesday afternoon, um, what is it called? Adadin? Uh, the story of that, which, which, yeah. which there's layers to this because not only was there the obvious stuff that you have a, you had a, a son with a porn star that you've not told anybody about, you're a Debbie dad, Talks about everything about his family, his mother, his father, his producer having, there was an, even an, kind of a uh, distasteful joke about his producer having multiple sclerosis. Um, but the funny part about this entire thing was, and here's the kicker, is like you said, and this goes right at his female fan base, is J Drake has probably been supporting this kid for, by all accounts. I doubt he hasn't not been sending money. He was going to use a launch he was doing with Adidas as a coming out for everybody to like, hey, this is my son. And the joke with Push T is like, dude, you were gonna, t you were gonna use, you were gonna sling sweatsuits with your son, essentially. And like, that's where it's mm -hmm. like, bro, that's, that's dude, like, bro, that's I tell you why this worked. Cause Pusha T assassinated yeah. his character. Like, that's why it worked. Not like not what the, you've not done, the, not your full of shit. Like this whole kind of like, I'm the good guy. I'm the biggest guy. I am the best guy. I look at me giving money to all these people to make a video. Like I'm always like I'm the good, talented guy, and actually, you're kind of not. And and I think this is really gonna. This is not gonna play out well for him. You know, it's not and playing out well here's for him. Here's the thing. You know what I mean? That's this. Silence. Silence says. A here's here's a lot. major part component to everything you just said. The beefs with Meek Mill and Joe Budden and all these other guys. Those were kind of. B to C to maybe even D list rappers that Meek was pretty hot at the time. But those guys were going at him knowing that if you go at him and you win, it's a big gamble. But if you go at him and you win the beef, all the eyes are going to you. So if you're in the middle of a release thing, this whole thing was so calculated because they're essentially not only is he assassinating his character, he's using Drake to sell the Pusha albums and to great. build the hype around everything he's doing right now off the heels of someone else's massive fame. But, and then what's also great about this too is I think everybody, there's a lot of people, myself included, that's, and listen, I give Drake props. He's a really, he's really good with beefs because he's, he's clever. And I do have a, I have a, 
I have a theory. I have a theory that Drake has a beef squad. Like he has a beef team, like a full on media team that rolls this out like somebody 100%. would do an ad campaign or an album or anything like that. I, I, I really do believe in this. And uh, hearing that he's going to pay 100, he pay 100 grand for information only furthers that belief. But that's what's so naive about it. That's what, that yeah. now I'm just like, fuck Drake. But that's, that's what, what I've been I telling like, you guys for this last month. These are the types of things out. that bother me about Drake. He is, he is, he is a fake dude, but he, it's fine. Like it's good for what it is. But then you go up against, you're finally seeing somebody, him go up against somebody like Pusha T who has, who has, who has credibility. Yeah. And he got fucking I think smacked. This is really hurt him. He got smacked and he's not said shit. And you know, the cocky move of sending a fucking invoice. Like the dude was asking for a beating and Pusha T just fucking kicked his ass. And, and he's a smug little cunt. And I'm really kind of happy this rolled out the way it did. I'm not happy I don't think he's, a I don't think, I, I, from what it sounds like, he's been paying his child support and shit like that. But. I know, but just not, I mean. I, but I know, using, but just not, I mean, I, maybe he's going to spin this. Maybe he's going to spin and go, I didn't want to tell people because I wanted the kid to have a normal upbringing. And I, I bet that that's I'm going to put money on it. You must have done this before. going to huh? say next week. I've saved many marriages and put many people in rehabs. And, uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that. I guarantee that's the way he's going to spin it. I wanted the kid to have a normal life, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, the fucking book deal is going to come out. for the Look, it's just today's day and age, if you are a, in, 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 if you are so in the limelight like someone like that, and you, you can't, there, there is no secrets. You're not allowed. No, you're right. You are not allowed to have secrets. You're not allowed it. If you're that big, Retire. you're not allowed Retire. it. Retire if you want need to know everything about you. Yeah, if you want secrets and do that shit, and not ha and not saying to the world you have a kid is, that's some ovaries are not going to be happy about that, right? There's some fucking chicks who are like, I was on cycle, but now I'm not. Like that's going to turn a lot. And of this isn't going to help. So, so I know, Jesse, you want to go, and I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but when we think about beefs, right? The 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 famous the famous body when it comes to beefs is the jaw roll body, right? That's the biggest one. As far as like, there's just, there was, he didn't, <laughs> and I don't know whether it was just coincided with the end of his, the, the end of uh, people being interested in, in music like that, but 50 Cent like kind of put Ja Rule away. Oh, dude, 50 Cent. And I'm not saying that this is going to put, this isn't going to put, this is, Drake's too big, but Drake's too big for it to like, you know, that it's going to end his career. Fail. He's fine. But it might affect this record. This record comes out in a couple weeks. Nah. It might. It just mm. might. It, it'll crush. The record will crush. No, no, I don't no, think no, I'll I'll said, the, the song you released last Hold Friday on. is weak as fuck, though. You, you guys are I think officially yeah, forgetting, you're forgetting the oldest rule in publicity. Any press is good press. It's not going to affect... It's not going to affect the album streams at but he's, all. He's always... But he's people a guy. are going to want to hear what he has to say more so than ever. Yeah. He's going to... There's going to be... It, it's going to be, what's worse for him? Not responding or him responding and it just doesn't land. Because you also too, you, it does sound like, because it does sound like Pusha waiting for him to respond because he has something else too. That's what it sounds like. It feels like Pusha T didn't push the gas all the way. No, I think it's just ended it. No, I think it's just ended it. This is like the, the irony is, this is what happened to Meek after Drake dropped that one where Meek, it was kind of like, this is over. The fight's over. Did that, did that coincide with one with, was that going on when Meek was dropping an album? The the Drake and Beef and uh, Meek Mill Beef. It did. Yeah, uh, Meek had an album. Meek, Meek was uh, in the record with Rico, uh, Dreams Were for the Money. Okay. So if you couldn't hear him, he said that Meek had an album out with uh, Rico. There's a, um, that's one of like the main tracks. That's, the, that's what started the Beef. Correct. And now with the Dreams Were for But Meek was in the middle of an album cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you're so high. Yeah. Dude, you're I'm so not high, high at all. <laughs> I'm not high at all. Oh, that's great. Really? Fuck that. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm fucking, I, and I like Drake, but now I don't, I think it's a bit of a, I think it's, this I feel, is, I'm kind so of like, happy don't think much of him anymore. I'm not only happy that this happened, but I'm happy that, it, that Pusha T did it too. You and then on top of that, did you guys hear that there's a clip song coming out? Yes. That, Yes, that would, yeah. And, you, in the last that's week, crazy. Never but I, I, yeah. I couldn't tell though. Was it an older? Was it because there's something about the rights that still had to be cleared? So was it a song that they had recorded a while ago? 
I think they're all on different labels, so there's probably some uh, issues about. Well, no malice is not. He doesn't rap anymore because he's a Christian. He's he went mace. That's why Clips broke up. Yeah, Jaso is a hardcore Christian as well, so you can he probably understands. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I got nothing against religion. I have nothing against Christianity. There's the to be clear. There, there's the disclaimer. No, no. I'm. But yeah, this is where the butt comes, right? And but. Um, fuck the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the Pope. Um, all right. Well, let's close it up on this. Um, I, I kind of want Seb's take on this, Sheldon, because he's he's not American. <laughs> uh, ABC canceled Roseanne this past week over racist comments. We all heard those. Uh, they're talking about bringing the show back. No, with, with Sarah Gilbert in the lead. No, and removing Roseanne from the from the show. Seb, does something like this? Does an outburst like this? Do you think ABC did the right thing? A. B. Do you do you think that um, was this a liability that they knew they were carrying the entire time, and was this an excuse just to end it? Mm, that, that was not. This was a no, was no, a no. Actually, the, 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 it was not. They weren't looking. The, it, it, it it had dipped quite. But a it was bit. definitely in the top three. It, it had dipped quite a bit. It's definitely the um, most popular show on ABC. I know the the pilot. Well, ABC is the worst. It has the lowest ratings out of the out of the networks. I think they absolutely which right which is makes it even a bigger right decision things. if they're the worst rated and they drop their biggest show. That's a pretty bold move. It's kind of like saying, "Would you not have Mel Gibson direct something because he said he hated Jews?" Did you, like, you probably okay, but they, gonna, keep in mind though, this is the network that that did the show, knowing that she had just done a photo shoot uh, with herself dressed as Hitler, cooking Jew cookies. Okay, so the the in an oven. The in, the, the, <laughs> so so to take to take. That's from my what, point. Do they know that they're carrying from the liability? To take from, but Kathy Griffin cut off. Like, I don't. That, the comedians do things like that. Comedians okay, do couple, that. couple funny things, things about this whole yeah. scenario, right? One, Sanofi, the company, the parent company that makes Ambien, because she blamed uh, her racist tirade on Ambien. They came out, the, the spokesperson for them came on CNN and said, people of all races, religions, and nationalities work for them every day. While Get the all, fuck out of here. While all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects, racism is not a known <laughs> side effect of any Sanofi medication. That is all. T- that is how you play the social media game. That is oh all. Oh my god, time. that's great. Okay, that and then uh, I just actually saw she, she was supposed to go on Joe Rogan today, and she <clears throat> and she ghosted him. And she was. He was like, "I'm going to respect what's going on with her. I know she's taking this really hard. I'm not going to have her on. It's okay." Uh, Sarah Gilbert came out and publicly dismissed her, uh, and you know, r- rightfully so. I, I, so I was speaking with Eric, our one of our directors here, who uh, is who knows the head of ABC comedy who happens to be a black woman. She was not happy <laughs> to say the least. And I just don't. She under- couldn't have been happy the entire time. though. How, how interesting is it to think though, all she had to do was shut up and be racist on TV, not off of it because let's- uh, it wasn't, the show wasn't necessarily racist. It wasn't. The show wasn't racist. There was no, nothing. I, mean, racist I don't think. Show. I don't think it was necessarily racist. I think. I think it was probably. It was a good representation of probably how people feel. But what Roseanne did was 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 racist. It was and just so stupid. Stupid. She yeah, has a history of doing that, that stupid that shit. Saying the national anthem and spit and grab her crotch afterwards. That's her like. She's just a. She's just a fucking dummy. She had her fifteen minutes back though. I'll tell you that. And yeah, what's and funny is your boy Trump hasn't said a word. What's a bummer is she's probably lost. What what sucks about the whole thing? I bet you they still have to pay her out. I don't care about that. I'm saying the, the bummer about it is. You think it's a moral clause? No, that'd be cool. I think the bummer is that's cool. The two to three hundred people who lost jobs who are working on the show, the gaffers, the the film crew, everyone who had a gig, and they all lost it because this woman decided to say something stupid on Twitter. Yeah, they should sue her. Twitter, uh, how many how many times have people, like, no one learns a lesson. Twitter will put you, end you. End you. <laughs> Say something end dumb you. on Twitter, it will end your career. Now, some people get away with it. But there are some, there's primetime American and then people. That the, what what really frustrated me about this whole thing, and I know we got to tie this off, but. Actually, we don't. You want to keep talking? Samantha B. Um, said when, about Ivanka Trump, she came out this week, too, and said that she's a feckless 
cunt. About Ivanka, yeah. <laughs> about Ivanka. And said... Which was a, which was a poor taste. Put something on tight and get your daddy in line. Go put something tight on. Go to your daddy and get him in line on this, you know, the immigration issue. And, you know, the rights calling for her to be fired. She came out and apologized. The network apologized. I was reading all the stuff and I just can't understand how people were comparing feckless cunt to racist tirades from I don't person. think they were saying it was the same thing. I think they were just saying it was wildly inappropriate to say. It, it, yeah, it wasn't inappropriate, but she is a feckless cunt. <laughs> she's done nothing for women's rights. In fact, she's put women's rights backwards. She, she had a really good shot of being the level-headed person in this thing, and she's I just agree. a goober. And I think she's the only child who has his actual ear. I think she's the only one that could say something to him. Because I think Eric and Donnie Jr. are pretty much, they look inbred. They're pretty much let's, useless. Let's close this off on a music note. Obviously, we've, we've been going hard on hip-hop. Uh, there's still quite a few big albums to drop still. We talked about the Kanye, all the good stuff that's still coming out. There's three more albums still. You still have Drake's album. Um, that being said, there's a few big rock releases. Is there anything that's going to make waves in that area? Gorillaz have another album, which is interesting. The single is the number one nah. trending song on uh, is it on YouTube today? Yeah, Father John Missy just had an album come out today that people it's you know. So what's the question? Is rock gonna what? Uh, is there just anything outside of hip hop that's gonna, that has a chance this summer? From a from a I, I'm not saying that people won't listen nah. to it, but just from a from a conversation standpoint. Not to play on Kanye's label, but good music's good music. So if something good comes out, yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah. This is talking about all the eyeballs are on hip hop right now, but that doesn't mean that something good can't come out. I think people are getting to that point where we're hitting that tipping point of people are starting the the, the real up forward trendsetters are starting to look for something new. What about the Sting and Shaggy album? Um, <laughs> most anticipated album in Kansas City, Missouri. Maybe? Perfect. All right, guys. Neon Black, thank you. Thanks, Seb. Thank you.